My name's Nick Reinberger, and welcome to day two of Five Days in Nashville. Today, you're going to meet a few different musicians looking for success in the place known as Music City. All over Nashville, in bars and cafes, you'll see what's called songwriter rounds or songwriter circles. There'll be a lineup of stools on stage, and four or five singer songwriters will take it in turns to play something they've written. You can watch old pros and newbies doing this, testing out material and meeting other songwriters who might like to do some co-writing. One of the best-known venues is called the Douglas Corner Cafe, and when I spent the evening at a songwriter's open mic, I was seriously impressed with this guy. I was also a little surprised with his accent when he wasn't singing. My name is Anton O'Donnell. I'm the lead singer and songwriter with Glasgow, uh, Scotland-based band The Colts. And I found you here in Nashville at this lovely venue. What brings you to Nashville? I've played over the States um, a few times, but I've never been to Nashville. So I'm on um, a bit of a summer tour just now. I was playing Louisiana, Mississippi and... Um, Alabama as well and um, playing Nashville this Thursday I mean this music say that's where all the songwriters come to so I thought I'd give it a bash see what happens How long have you loved this kind of music? Well it's a bit of a strange one because when I was younger I was growing up I was listening to bands like Oasis and um, Ocean Car Scene yeah. the kind of 90s type bands you know indie kind of stuff so um, I kind of fell into this kind of genre really and all kind of started with Bob Dylan, you know, yeah. Rolling Stones, kind of early 70s, stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've, I've only really started writing, taking it seriously for the past, like, maybe five, six years or so, you know what I mean? Is this going to be a living for you? It's a bit, well, I'm scratching a living now. <laughs> scratching a living. But, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't really do it for the money, you know what I mean? Well, you should probably do it for the money, but I think it's that you just need to get out there and do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just keep writing. And what does Nashville, the city, mean to you? My first time here, I mean, it's just seeped in history, isn't it? And uh, legend. But I think it's too saturated, to be fair, you know? I think a lot of broken dreams mm. happen here in Nashville. Um, sure enough, I mean, a lot of folks can make a living out of it, but at the end of the day, it's a big world out there. Katrina Burgoyne sings our theme song, Next Big Thing. This golden guitar nominee from Gunnedah has been doing it tough. We met at the funky Troubadour studio in Madison, in Nashville's north. As an independent artist, it was, it was hard. It was hard to, I still wasn't making a living from my music as a songwriter. I was playing a lot of cover gigs. And then I realised 
my future in Australia and I, I realized that the market was a really tough market. There had only been, that had been in the last 10 years, had been less than a handful of people who had been making a full-time career. So I was like, you know, Catherine Britt, Amber Lawrence, the McClymonts, uh, now the Wolf Brothers and, you know, um, and I thought, gosh, it's such a, the odds are so slim. So I thought I'm just going to take the leap of faith. So I, it took me a long time to get the courage to get on that plane. I hardly knew anyone. I came out here for three months. I saved, uh, even just to save for that kind of money. The dollar wasn't very good when I came over here. I remember I arrived and I couldn't afford an Uber. So it'd be like I'd be walking six miles to and from co-writing sessions in the middle of summer, like 40-degree heat. Um, I used to remember my shoes would melt um, as I'm walking along West End Avenue. The glue would melt and I'd have to re-glue my shoes every day. Uh, but I look at it and I go, it was such a romantic story for me. I feel like this there, whole... There are songs in that, Katrina. Yeah, it's so romantic. I always say, gosh, man, how romantic is that, that I would walk six miles to and from a co-writing session just to write songs. Um, so I originally came out here for the purpose of being a songwriter. I think, to be honest, I've always had, um, you know, I struggled with depression and, and I always had a lot of trouble of knowing my worth as a human and I felt like that reflected in me as an artist. And so uh, when it comes to my artistry, I'd think, oh, no, I'm I'm just a songwriter. I'm I'm not good enough to be an artist. And so I felt like I kind of spent way too much time in my head and getting mixed up over that. Um, The funny thing is, is I've, you know, I've made my income from playing gigs and live shows for the last 12 years. So like 10,000 hours, I've learned to, I'm no longer nervous on stage. And uh, singing wise, you know, when you sing that much, you know, it's got to the point now where I go, you know what, after going through such a journey, I, I am an artist and um, this is what I'm going to do. I'll, I've, I've found a way to make it happen. And so that's where I'm at and how I transitioned here. Now tell me about getting your name out there as a songwriter in this mysterious process of co-writing. I'd always go to rounds. I'd see who's playing rounds and shows. A round is when you've got, uh, say, three songwriters on stage and they take it, they sing a song for song mm. in a, a round in circles. Yep. Um, and I'd go to rounds that uh, people were maybe slightly the next level above me or maybe the same level. And, you know, I thought if it was a round that people will go to, I want to play on that round, you know. So I started off by doing that, going to rounds and, and playing and networking, meeting my peers. Uh, it's so important just to have a community here of other songwriters. We're all doing it together. It's a different experience here in the States. We're all a team. We all help each other. There's no competition. Australia is very competitive because it's, it's so limited. Are you kidding me? There's no competition? This is the most competitive songwriting city in the world, isn't it? It absolutely is a, when it comes to... But I feel like there's limited spots. There's limited opportunity to actually make an income, whereas here there's more wealth to be spread around, if that makes okay. sense. Yeah. But everyone cheers everyone on. It's a different vibe. And so that's how I sort of started out. I entered in some songwriting competitions. Since moving here, I won, like, the unsigned songwriting competition for the country song and the international songwriting competition, stuff like that. So it's so funny. It's like you kind of start going out and within a few weeks you, you sort of start knowing everyone and then someone will go, oh, my gosh, do you know such and such? And then you meet them and they go, oh, look, let me let me introduce you to a publisher that I know. I want to try and get you in a room in a meeting and, and things like that. And over time, 
you know, they say it takes seven years to reach any kind of success here in this town, so I'm almost halfway there. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a it's a marathon. Honestly, it is. It's like you, you wake up in the morning, you go and write a song for the day, sometimes two songs, and then at nighttime I normally play shows to pay my bills. Nashville sort of time. Nashville sort of time. The pretty girls go out and you drift away. This is Five Days in Nashville. I'm Nick Reinberger. Gav Brown from Perth has a very different story. He's made enough money from his investments to finance a couple of albums, as well as pay for a month in Nashville just to get some tips about stage presence. I met Gav at the Opera Amcos Hub in Nashville, where aspiring Australian musicians hang out, co-write and attend to their social media duties. Someone suggested that my music was a bit Americana, so I came and suggested I should come and meet some people uh, and with the Americana Fest, which has been on two weeks ago. What does that word mean to you, Americana? I initially didn't know much about it. Americana, as I understand it, is a range of different genres for people that uh, cross over from a bit of country, a bit of folk and a bit of rock, which is what my music is. So I've caught you here at the uh, Opera Amcos workspace. How do you fill your days while you're in Nashville? Uh, well, the other thing that I'm doing here is I'm working on a show, and I have a performance producer here, and so I've spent every day in the studio practising. What does it mean to have a performance producer? Well, it's just an independent person that basically reviews the set and the order and the arrangements and, and also the way you move around stage and, and just gives an independent view about that. Oh, really? So this is you with a band or you solo playing some of this material like you've just given me on your album? Yeah, well, the, uh, the album uh, is a 15-piece band, uh, including some of uh, Perth's best musicians. And But in this day and age, you have to be good by yourself, as good as a duo and yeah. as a four-piece. Yeah. So I've been focused on the radio, uh, international radio, and so uh, I've been working on a solo show with the yeah. different in- instruments and getting her feedback. Her company worked with Taylor Swift wow. in the past. So. Okay. so what have you learnt in the process of getting these performance directions? Uh, I think it's just an independent way of looking at it, that uh, in this day and age, performance is so crucial to the whole process. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so the extra 1% in the way that you arrange your songs, you know, not necessarily the same way you did them on the album, using different instruments that, uh, that I hadn't thought of, but, you know, come across really, really, really well. And now for something a bit different. I'm just one of those things, things you left out in the rain. Anne McHugh has been in Nashville over a decade and she isn't even into country music. She's a gun guitar player who turns her hand to blues, jazz and even new wave. Anne drove me around Nashville for a bit and we chatted in the car. 
Messenger Records put two records out in Los- while I lived in Los Angeles, and then somebody convinced me to move to Nashville, which was really ridiculous at the time. <laughs> Why was it ridiculous? Well, I don't play country music, and um, Nashville was a pretty much a country music town in those days. There wasn't a lot going on. But now there's all sorts of music going on. It's a great music town now. It's not just country music. You play a lot of music. Is it mostly the live experience for you? Are you trying to write and get into that scene? Because that seems to be a big part of Nashville. No, because I don't do country, that writing thing is still fairly bro-country orientated, I would say, a lot of it. What do you mean by bro-country? What does that mean to you? Bro-country is like Jason Aldean and that kind of music which I personally don't like at all. In fact, I would go so far as I find to say I find it abhorrent to my soul. So this is the, the <laughs> chicks in tight jeans and guys in trucks and a lot yeah. of beer mentioned, I think. Yeah, tailgating, yeah. trucks, yeah. beer, John Deere tractors. Yep. Uh, the melodies are all the same. There's no originality involved. It's cookie-cutter, formulaic music and I'm hoping that it's going to go the way of the patriarchy very soon. <laughs> Do you think it's representative of the patriarchy and it's the last dying musical representation? I hope so, yes. It's definitely connected. <laughs> <laughs> What's the experience of, of playing other music like in Nashville for you? Oh, it's great. I've been playing guitar with a lot of other people around here in um there's a lot of singer-songwriters here. There's a lot of rock bands, alternative rock. There's psychedelic. There's electronic. There's all sorts. Everything hip-hop is here now. And I would have to say it's probably the best music city in the world now in the sense that it's everyone here's a musician and there's a lot going on. So did two graves for me messed up That's Anne McHugh and Dig Two Graves from her last album, Blue Sky Thinking. In the next episode of Five Days in Nashville, you meet a couple of legends. One who played with Elvis and then founded the Americana scene and one who wrote an anthem heard by a billion people. I'm Nick Reinberger. Chat to you later. Oh, everybody thinks they're the next big thing. Everybody thinks they're the